Well, if you don't like my show, don't curse your radio You know that no one likes my company anyway But if you listen closely and talk intelligently Then maybe you can be a disappointment Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. The views and opinions of the disappointing radio hour do not reflect the views and opinions of WWSU Radio, Wright State University, nor their entities. And now that that's out of the way, let's get the show on the roll. I am your disappointment. Again, ruining your Thursday like always, right on cue, here to fill your ears with unneeded nonsense. And today, I am jam-packed in the studio. I have three guests on mic two. I've got... Uh, my name is True. And why are you here today? You know, that's a good question. I guess I'll figure that out. <laughs> that's the, the, that's the best way to answer it. On mic three, we've got Patrick, as always. Mm-hmm. How are you doing today, Patrick? Uh, I got a stabbing headache, but otherwise I'm doing all right. All right. And mic four, we've got a guest from my hometown. He's come a long way, about, mm, I want to say, 50-ish minute drive? It's about 40. Nick, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing good. What uh? Why did I put you on here? You're you're my centerpiece for today. I don't know. I'm. I guess I'm legendary in our hometown. Yeah. But to give a little background knowledge, uh, He's Nick, the prettiest flower on the table. Yeah, Nick, Nick, with all of his tattoos on his arm of flowers, you must be an orchid of my life. But no, we put you on this show because we thought you're a pretty good author. You've written some books. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that before um, we start talking about random things that are going to make our parents a little sad at heart? I guess um, I wrote two novellas in my freshman year. Okay. Uh, they're kind of crap now. <laughs> you're not um, proud of them is what you're saying. No, I I have thrown them in the trash pretty much. But okay. um, Welcome to college. <laughs> now that I'm going to Miami University, I've I've written some pretty good pieces so far. So hopefully I can get out there and finally make them open for everyone to read soon enough. And are you currently working on a new book? No, just writing. Um, just kind of writing. Just and some prose, what you some poetry. And, come up with. Yeah, just some short stories. Okay. Well. Like I say at the beginning of every show, and I'll say again, each topic is up to anyone to chime in on if they think they have a opinion worth sharing on the matter. We'll go on random order, and we'll pretty much start right now. Today's first topic is, I collect records. Why are my hobbies so hard? Does anyone have any thoughts on vinyl? Because it is a dated music source. It is hard to lug around. It gives me back pains. I got to keep them in pristine order. It's a lot of work. Why do I do it? You know what I mean? Um, I don't. I'm not a grandma, but <laughs> I do. You don't have a gramophone. I do. No, I, I do keep books, but vinyls, I think, if you have a kid, which we're in that age where we might... You know, we could definitely do it. A lot of kids from our high school yeah. have, have almost two kids right now. Yeah. So we I can't f- even jinx that right now. I feel like they'll just break them, so there's no point in me wasting my money on those, but I'll keep books. Okay, so you're more of a book guy. Yeah. Do you think books are the visual version of vinyl, just hard to lug around, meaning like it's dated, like books are dated. You could get an ebook. you could read it online, it could be digital, like it doesn't have to be so much space demanding material i don't think they're like books i think they're like poetry okay so that's deep man but I, <laughs> that's a really right. deep sentence <laughs> I, st- I still wouldn't keep them though because they're just so breakable okay i have definitely struggled with scratching some records because you don't even have to break a record a simple scratch like on one service can ruin like almost 
five songs with yeah. like a couple inch margin. So can like, I be the devil's advocate for a second? Yeah, on of that course. Though, you, the same thing can happen to a CD, but the difference between a vinyl and a CD is, although the vinyl won't sound as good, it'll still play. But with that a CD, is different. a CD won't even read discs. Yeah, have you ever scratched play. a CD? It's the worst thing that's ever happened in your <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah, it's like, well, there's absolutely no saving this. Maybe I can spit on it. And, and, <laughs> but and, I, but I feel like if you have a bunch of CDs, you're definitely hiding some porn. A little bit, yeah. If you have like, if in there's today's age, if you're disc. constantly keeping around CDs and you're not like. Oh, I don't know, like a tech executive yeah. that constantly needs different softwares yeah. on hand. That would be the the only legitimate reason for using CDs. There's, I think you're probably hiding some kitty pornography as the. There's definitely like to some say. different visuals to a bunch, like a stack of vinyls to a stack of CDs. Yeah. So, all right. Let's be clear. Fair. We're talking about kitten porn. Not the other time. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't know, man. It's just like there's something about records that keeps pulling me back in. Like I, I like to collect like really iconic albums. Like I have an Abbey Road from the Beatles. I have a Goodbye Yellow Brick Road from Elton John. Like I have what I consider to be important. I think I even have a Thriller, which is actually no longer the number one sold album in the country in the world. Do you know what it is now? No. Thriller was recently outsold and is no longer for. I think it was like how many years? Like twenty something years. It was like the number one sold album. It was a very known trivia question. And just now, the other day, Eagles, 1971 to 1975, Greatest wow. Hits, is now the number one sold record worldwide. Isn't that crazy? Because personally, I wouldn't think a lot of people listen to the Eagles over Michael Jackson. Like, I well, thought Michael Jackson well, did a better I job. I mean, Mike, Michael's, Michael's been dead now for, for quite some That's time. That's true. He's, the, he's not putting any new right, comebacks. The, the, the Eagles, they may be old, but they're still around. Yeah, the Eagles have also, like, my, I know this sounds stupid but my grandparents were like bragging about they went and saw the eagles last i would year. brag about that so, like, if i got to they're see still them. going yeah, yeah. that's yeah, about? exactly <laughs> like the rolling stones they're still out here right. so i guess like it was gonna happen eventually i mean it's ludicrous to think that one album will stay top dog forever like you can't signify michael jackson's thriller as like the best album of all time you can think that to it was yourself. just the best at that time. it was a good album though like can we talk about that i wouldn't really put like a whole eagles album over thriller because Thriller was really good. It had Paul McCartney on it. Like it had Beat It. It had Thriller. It had it had a bunch of good songs. Yeah. So like uh, the fact that it got beat out was kind of a shock. But I guess can't stay top dog forever. Yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't play any of his his crap like twenty times. I'd maybe listen to it once. Yeah. But, I mean, we throw it on like it. a big playlist or something. You just can't keep re-listening no. to the. And that's the other thing. At vinyl, you have to either really love that album or you have to be a very active young person that's going to stand up a lot and flip the record and put a new one on because i think vinyl's starting to lose a lot of momentum because a lot of the old people that collected it no longer have the energy or skill yeah. or ability to stand up regardless to even change the record <laughs> yeah. they're like ah whatever give me the mp3s and make it digital put my willie nelson in a box and put it in my pocket like yeah. i don't i don't know i think my i think my interests are just terrible <laughs> like everything i do if i gotta listen to music it's gotta be a dated terrible version of how you listen to music if i'm gonna watch movies i like to get an old pictograph and reel it myself you know <laughs> <laughs> i will say that i do know of a dj who uh spins straight up vinyl still like she'll, she'll really? carry big crates of that's vinyl a, records that's pretty dedicated it's a bold move and yeah she will she has a double turntable and she will be loading a vinyl on one turntable while another is playing 
That's just pretty like the old days. That's pretty crazy. I've watched mm-hmm. Christian DJ stuff, and he has a digital version of that, and he'll just yeah. like it literally works on like he'll like stop spinning the record, and he'll slowly start to spin the record, and I'm like, you're too extra. <laughs> you don't need to digitally do that. Too like, much if you, time. To be fair, um, one time when he had his dad in here, he had a, a record of Africa. Ooh. It was literally shaped like Africa, too. Oh. And it was playable. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. That's kind of worth doing, actually. I mean, I have specific records that I'm really proud of. Like, I got my senior pictures in high school with a couple vinyl records. Mm-hmm. If that shows you how dedicated I was, which I think either, one, because I liked vinyl, two, because the record I chose to get pictures with was all white, not black. And there was just something about that all... Like, it was the only white record I had, and I was like, oh, this yeah. is definitely slicker than all the other black records. Not to say that all record lives don't matter. <laughs> I'm just here to say the white records may look a little slicker. <laughs> I tried my hardest to never get senior pictures, so... I was about to ask, did you get senior pictures done? No. Did you guys get senior pictures done? I did. Where did you get your senior pictures done? I think it really says a lot about the person of, like, where they choose to get them and, like, what they were doing in the photos. I mean, I'm, I'm from Columbus, so I got it done at, like, a natural park up in Columbus. Okay. It Did was, you like have anything specific with you in the pictures? Like maybe a varsity jacket for like yeah, a specific so sport or like. I'm a six time state champion bowler. Okay. So I had. Uh, nice. That's my, pretty cool. I had one of my bowling balls actually. In okay. So you. you so. Did you get any pictures like at a bowling alley? No. I See, thought, that I, thought that, I thought this... that was going to be way too cliche. Cause like. I think that would have catch, captured like a really surreal or at least funny moment to like maybe get your senior pictures like laying down in yeah. like a bowling like one of the lanes and get like even an old dude smoking cigarettes inside yeah. just like hey, what's that kid doing like that would be a, that would be a nice little background i image. would have just been naked in my tub with oh, milk now that's but not with water it's milk yeah the and milk. there's like rose petals yeah, that's <laughs> the only thing. buttermilk and rose petals yeah yeah yep. did you get ever did you ever get senior pictures done patrick i'm a senior but i've never gotten them done yet because i'm probably not gonna well you didn't get them done in high school years. Oh, you're talking about high school. No. Um, I mean, none of us have graduated I dropped college. out of no, high yeah, school no. junior year and got my GED instead. Look at you being your own guy. And got into college half a year earlier than my other You know what, Patrick? From high I've said it once. I'll say it again today. You're pretty all right. <laughs> but, uh, That's all, all right. we're going to give you, though. All right. That's all you get. Yeah, you, yeah. you've got to earn I mean, to be fair, I've, been, I've also been here longer than <laughs> my classmates have. But that's because I'm dual majoring, but. Mm-mm-mm. I would never do that ever. Yeah, if you were going to dual major, which I won't, what would you dual major in? Would you dual major in something that makes sense for your major, or would you get a second major that makes absolutely no sense? Like, if you, like, to go off the random the top of my head, if you were, like, a child development major, and then you were like, I'm going to minor in German just because, which is cool because if you, like, spoke German, I think it's a talk, very intelligent... You can just German yell kids. German, but then I think we're just raising little Hitlers again, and we need to <laughs> reel back on that. I would, I would probably do I would like, 100% major in like astrophysics and okay. then something like like totally college not related. algebra or something like, yeah, like okay, so, so uh, that, well, okay, it, college it, algebra, it, that's still it, like it a, would have some kind of thing, but someone would look at you and be like, wow, astrophysicist, and then they'd and be then like, college algebra, college algebra. Huh? or like <laughs> a cinematography, or like, I, yeah, I was gonna say, like, so, you gotta something, go something ridiculous, like, totally opposite ends of the spectrum, like. What are you dual majoring in, Patrick? Uh, mass communication and women, gender, sexuality studies. Wow, that is comp- well. Then you did That's it. A you big picked. Difference. You yes, totally, I did. You know, actually, <laughs> no. His plan is to talk to women worldwide, and Patrick's just gonna get like a hundred different wives at yeah. once. He's like, I didn't have a lot of girls in college, but I had all of them when I grew up. <laughs> That's <laughs> not what the WGS major is about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, switching off that hilarious topic, I've got a question for you guys. Do you think our money? 
should stay as it is forever, or do you think we should update it? Do you think other people should go on the money? Yeah, the currency. Our currency is really outdated. It's weird, right? We yeah. have a guy on it that wasn't even the president. So isn't that hilarious? So I'm a so for context, I'm a part of a micro national. Uh, excuse me, micro nation, not micro nationalist. What am I saying? Uh, uh, it's all and, right. Show your true colors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really My, feel, micro Patrick. Say it. It's all right. <laughs> um, so what a micronation is, it's basically a small group of people who kind of make their own nation, I guess, you say, within the United States. Is it like how California is doing? They're like, we are, an, we no, are just one. Was it yeah, Texas that's that was Texas. trying to Texas no. was trying to just It's not like, really no, legal per se. It's more of like a community thing. Uh, anyway, point is. We established our own currency for the Micronation, and it looks a heck of a lot better than the U.S. Really? <laughs> but can you use it? You can, yes. We're developing uh, a Micronation economy, and you can actually convert the currency for this Micronation into U.S. dollars and vice versa. Everybody pays in snakes because you can't counterfeit a snake. like that in <laughs> Australia. I know there's a few, I don't know, there's a few places I've seen on, like, Vice has done a bunch of Micronation Mm -hmm. pieces but i think that's a kind of a good idea but currency wise i think we should just make pebbles okay <laughs> my thing is like i'm, I'm cool with like using yeah. the form just of currency rocks. that we have but i don't think we should keep the people that are on it always the people that are on it i'm not saying i agree that, with you on that because i don't think we should maybe get rid of abraham lincoln he's a good one yeah like he abolished abraham slavery lincoln, he stood up for a lot of great things like maybe he gets a pass but like so maybe there's not some of the other guys. Like maybe I get George Washington, but like wasn't at some point Harriet Tubman supposed to be on the money or something? But then whatever happened yeah. to that? They said no, no, no blacks. But Harriet exactly. Tubman, Harriet Tubman has been a substantial uh, activist in, mm -hmm. in the uh, Civil War, leading out some of the slaves through the uh, Underground Railroad. So I think she deserves. I would almost push to say that we could we should put MLK. On that some seems, form yeah. of currency. I'd put D. Trump on one of them. <laughs> oh, heck no. Trump on everything. We'll put Trump, Let's put on, Trump a penny. on all the money. We'll and put that Trump way on no a penny one cares about happy. money yeah. anymore. <laughs> and then we'll care about the right things again. This is a great idea, actually. We should put Trump on all the money because then people won't want it in their pockets. And they'll be like, mm, maybe we should be not focusing so much on currency and focus on, I don't know, childhood development and stuff like that. Make sure babies aren't, don't grow up racist. Because isn't that a little tidbit that I like to rant off of is like how racism isn't like you're not born racist you're taught racist yeah and even some people like are arguing like well that's not you know that's not true it's like mm, I don't think anyone really was born with this idea to put no. on a hood and so, call black people really terrible names I was but, just saying, you know. like people people have the ability by instinct to differentiate what is different but different is not the same as racist mm -hmm. um, like you know kids they will pick up, I'm going to use medical terms here, so kids will pick up, like, that when they see their parents naked, for instance, they'll pick up that the man has something different than the woman. Yeah. Um, but it's more curiosity rather than judgment, at least until they're taught the freaking stereotypical gender role. I'm not going to even get into that debate, but <laughs> Patrick's getting sassy. Oh no, right, Patrick's getting get my WGS. So let's let's go here. through the money. Let's see if it stands true. Obviously, first it's dollar bill, George yeah. Washington. Do you think it should stay like that, or do you think that eventually we should change someone else to be on the dollar bill? Because in my defense for saying this is that I don't. I'm not trying to say that George Washington wasn't important mm -hmm. because obviously he was the first president who didn't even want to be president. 
But he was flawed. He owned slaves. Whether or not it was the time, we have no idea what he was really thinking. Why not put someone new on everything? Like, why don't we get a whole fresh start? I think we should do a fresh start with everything. Like, new faces on money, Mm -hmm. new national anthem, because I'm going to be honest, the national anthem confuses me hilariously. Like, the lyrics don't make sense. The bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that the flag was still there. At what point do bombs exploding in any other (laughs) history of context mean keeping something into one piece? Like, bombs exploding doesn't mean everything but that flag it's everything it's not i don't understand that i don't understand that line of the song well, so everything but the cockroaches i must add okay think. cockroaches will survive but we start with the dollar bill george washington yeah. does he deserve to stay on it forever or should we eventually like hitch him for someone else i'm gonna make a general argument here i think our currency is too white that's what I was about to say. There's not any one of color. There's not any yeah. one of anything else. It's just a I bunch of old white dudes we need, on our money. We need an important indigenous identifying person on our money. Do you, and this is a big debate, too. Mm-hmm. Do you think we should have, like, Sacagawea or someone like that? Like, someone Native American to pay the, tribute I do. to... She's on the dollar coin. Is she? I yeah. think we need to keep... She's on one of the dollars. I think oh, we I need to keep all faces on the coins. Okay. But paper wise, it's I think, seen more. I think people look at dollar bills more than the coin money. I think we need to put an object more than a race on our. Oh, paper. so you're hmm. you're going more on a mentality that there shouldn't really be a definitive person yeah. on either side. It should just be like the Lincoln Memorial and then whatever. Yeah. See, that's okay. So if you were, oh, excuse me, if you were gonna replace. Because you put one black man or a woman on, and it's a, a whole, and then all the white people in Florida and Texas are going to be like, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. so I guess if a building, <laughs> they can't get super racist hey, hold, against wait. a building. How, how does that, that go? Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> but okay, so okay, look, right, if you were going to put places, then what would you put on the dollar bill? Just put the American flag or something. Okay, I wouldn't I mean, put a landmark because. It might. It be may destroyed. be gone eventually due to like us not taking care of the planet. Yeah. So just, okay, just I can put see a where you flag. I think that's fair. The only thing that really like can stand the test of time is concrete and things like that. Like definitive like things that we know we're not yeah. going to tear down twenty years from now because then all of a sudden we decided the statues were racist when yeah. really they were racist about, the whole time. We just didn't want to say it. <laughs> okay. So what about the picture of the of like a picture of the Constitution or something on one of those? That would be a good one. On Get one people to like. It, you know what would be really cool? If you could, like, definitively read the, like, like you know, the Constitution or, like, whatever on, like, each of the bills and that like, people would, like, like learn yeah, their like, rights faster. Like, have one right. of the put, ten put amendments like on each amendment of the currency, yeah. though or we don't like have ten forms of paper currency, I don't think. So that really wouldn't work mm-hmm. out. Maybe well, you could but. shove some, like, <laughs> mul- like on the one dollar bills, like, the first three or something like that. Yeah. Like, that, would that. Get, that would be a good way around it. But I don't know. Like, I... I don't think our money, like of all the issues that we like to talk about of like stuff that needs changed in the country, we love to not say, you know, like the way we teach our kids is perfect. It's not. The way we teach religion, it's perfect. It's not. Like there's a lot of stuff we do wrong, but we're not willing to admit. But like no one's really even brought up our money because I think our money itself is kind of causing problems where people aren't really realizing it. Like I know it may not feel like it, but keeping nothing but white people on almost all of your currency forever isn't a great <laughs> message that you're a melting yeah. pot of a country and anyone can come here. Exactly. When in all reality, right now, we are not a place that everyone thinks you can come here. If anything, it is very hard to come Especially here right now. Especially with the freaking immigration stuff that's going on. Right. Um, what was I going to say? I think another problem with currency is that uh, it's very dirty. 
Like you get it's so dirty. It. There's a saying to say that every one dollar bill will eventually pass through a stripper's g-string, <laughs> and I think that's so, probably true. Can't I, I we, purposefully like, make sure all my dollar bills pass, pass through, through stripper's, stripper's g-string. <laughs> Doesn't matter how they pass through them; they just got to make they their rounds. Can't it, yeah. we develop? We already have ultraviolet technology that can destroy just about any germ on any surface that you want. Why not put that in our cash registers so that it cleans the money as it's sitting in? Or why not at least make mildly violent cleaning technology? (laughs) 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 That's a rightful boo. That's a disappointing joke right there. That's the first one of the night, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I don't think companies would ever try to pay for that. So I feel like that'll never work. Does anyone really care, though? Like, how many times do you pick up a dollar no. or anything and you're just like, wow, I bet this is definitely I don't think seen. anyone thinks about it. It's but I definitely also think it's not a good idea to take... I would not take any of the money out of my wallet as of right now and, like, put it in my mouth. But at the same time, if you're dumb enough to, like, lick a bunch of money, I think that's just environment's way of being like, hey, man, you're not making the cut. Like, we like to act like every human life is worth saving. At sometimes. A lot of the dummies just need to dumb their way out of existence because that's just Mother Nature doing what it does and cutting cutting the fat off the meat. You know what I mean? Survival of the fittest. Like when everyone was eating those Tide Pods, I was like, let's just see what happens. Let's let's watch from a distance from being like, let's see who survives this. Hunger Games, but with Tide Pods. There's also a big debate to say that um, natural occurrences aren't happening enough, like natural disasters, to like wipe out population. So if so, like starting wars. Is not a good thing, but it helps deal with masses. And That's there good. hasn't, to my knowledge, been like a. I, unless I'm not keeping my ear to the grindstone on this one, but there's not been another like major world war. We're in a lot of wars right now, and every other country is in, uh, affiliated with some kind of war. But there's not like a world war where like mass amounts of people are dying. So I think, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think war is needed, but we don't like to look at all the good sides of war because as someone who personally does not think war is a good idea ever and we should learn to love each other and just too get many, along a too little many bit more. Rainbows too many people the unicorn. Yeah, will we, make babies Sadly, that can't happen, but th- there's also a lot of really good stuff that comes out of war, like scientific innovations well, and, and, and populations exactly. being cut down and economies being boosted. I was just and, about to say, World War II was what got us out of the Great Depression. Right. And mm-hmm. we'd like to act like it was just like some great president, some 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 white collar dude, uh, some that any one of any Americans specifically relates. Some people worship Nixon, some people worship Bush. I think both of those people are retarded, but you know, <laughs> I cannot distinctively say though that any one president is perfect. I don't even think Obama well, yeah. was perfect. I liked him a lot. My mom and dad voted for him. I was not old enough to vote, uh, but he's a pretty cool guy. He was also our first black president. And yeah. why is that an issue? Like, to, like I, I hate that that is an issue itself to some people. Like, of all yeah. the things a president could do, <laughs> his skin Just color was one of the things in his office that you didn't agree with. Well, That's the one yeah. thing he can't change. We gotta he can remember- change abortion laws, but he can't change the pigment of his skin for you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can. If you're, Michael say, Jackson you did it. If you really want to do it, you can try harder. He says, he says that was Infotigo, so... We'll leave that go. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I still laugh to this day that he said his skin changed from black to white because of Infotigo. 
Like, we all know what happened, dude. You could just say it out loud. I mean, I, I mean maybe it's like a shame thing, because I know Michael Jackson also didn't like the spotlight. Like, I, know, I remember listening to an interview from, oh, God, I don't remember. He was, like, 22 at the time, I think, like, way before the accident. Yeah. And they were asking him, he's like, so what's, your, like, your biggest fear of, like, becoming famous, doing all that? He goes, in his Michael Jackson voice, you know, I personally don't want to be on everything. Like, if I can, I just want to be on, like, posters and albums and that's it like i don't want to be on keychains and spatulas and everything but sadly that's what happened after his death and that's kind of weird to think about that when the number one it. thing he wanted not to happen one million percent happened because you could go into like i mean any little gas station and you could almost find like a little michael jackson knickknack or something like that and that's kind of aggravating too because then that's just his image getting sold and not like his work mm -hmm. but at the same time you're a cool guy michael jackson maybe people just like you and you should just let people like you <laughs> He, he was he was good with it's, kids. It's reverse. He was psychology. really good with kids, actually. <laughs> it's reverse. So psychology. good he gave them trips off balconies. <laughs> to say it's reverse psychology at work. If you so I think part of it is Michael Jackson for saying it, not knowing that, hey, if you say don't do it, you know people are going to do it. That's true too. <laughs> but at night at like nineteen, twenty years old, you probably aren't even thinking that you're that good of a musician. Like during the interview, I think he was like you know, I just I just sing it. Like, I, it's not a gift from God. It's not this. I just do it. Like, I don't know what happens. And if people want to put me on that pedestal, well, then they'll just put me on that pedestal. But in all reality, I'm just like, dude, you're amazing. He was at probably, one point, you can just say to yourself, hey, I'm pretty good at he singing. He definitely was. I feel like he definitely knew he was good. He was just He just didn't want to say act. it. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he didn't want to be egotistical. Which, or, why, do you think, why do you think that is? Why do you think people don't want to own up to skill? I definitely, I'll tell you straight up right now, if I was that good... I you wouldn't would, want to let people I would, know? I would let people know straight you up. You would let that, people know. Oh, dude, I would be the cockiest. Mm -hmm. like, And people would say it, but I'd be like, look, I'm making millions upon millions of dollars. Yeah. You mm -hmm. could say whatever you want. I'm going to go home and take a bath and some Benji's, and you can cry about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a big pool of Bailey's and just swim around in that. <laughs> but uh, we're going to take a top of the hour break. We'll be back in just like a minute, and Wait, we will... Top of the hour. It is the middle of the hour, and you got to do it at some point. <laughs> Whenever so I like bottom to do of mine. the hour, Brighton. You know what, Patrick? Oh, Patrick, I didn't know you were a bottom. Fight me. We are going to take I a break. I was waiting for somebody to catch on to that and make a bottom <laughs> joke. I was waiting for that. I'm always a bottom, Patrick. <laughs> we'll be back after a quick break, and we will continue our discussion with weird professions around the world, ladies and gentlemen. The average time a resume spends and on an HR break. manager's okay. desk is seven seconds, bathroom, and most of them are not, tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who... Had to be independent and take initiative, and that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Stony Hollow reminds us this year that texting and driving never mix. Did you know that one in four car accidents are caused by distracted driving? Stony Hollow Landfill knows that no text message is worth the risk. That's Stony Hollow Landfill on the air because they care. Donna from Louisiana. 
the storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Oh, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired. But I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I could really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Oh, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired. But I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I could really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to Goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds. And most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who had to be independent and take initiative. And that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Hello, it's me, the designer jeans in the back of your closet. What happened to us? I used to summer in the Hamptons and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Okay, maybe I never really fit you right, but I got a lot more Sunday fun days left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to Goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Willie Nelson. I listen to this radio station. 106.9 WWSU Dayton. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back from break. Thank you for hanging around, all of you zero listeners out there. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into a new topic, and this is professions around the world, specifically someone in Japan. You can get paid to be a table. You can have people eat off you because you are a beautiful young lady, and that's what people desire, I guess, to spend their money on. Is this my at question the, is to this you at three? A sushi place? Yeah, at a sushi place. Because something like I've that. seen this before. My question to you three is. How much do you think you make being a table? <laughs> like, at, there's no way that Not there's like an at-home, like, bring your mom to work kind of situation where it's like, what does your mom do? It's like, people eat off her. She makes all right money. Like, what do you think someone that is a table makes? Well, isn't this also, like, they're half naked or something like they're that? Completely they're completely naked. And it's basically, naked. like, a few leaves, I think, on their private parts. But mainly, it's, like, most of the sushi is on their skin. Okay, so to my knowledge, the Japanese are very good about being hairless. <laughs> the reason I brought that up is because that's an important detail when determining how much <laughs> yeah. you get paid. So, okay, you're a glossy, slick, clean table. My thing is, I don't think I would anyone in the world, even my own girlfriend, would want to eat, like, a bunch of food off me. So the fact that that is a thing itself and people, like, are attractive enough to be tables is kind of crazy to me. But I don't know if, like, I, I, I can't in my head think out... How much does someone who is a table makes? Like, is it so, enough to pay your bills? Do you have to like do a whole like side table gig on the side? Like, what is it? Do they get tips? Yeah, like, are you maybe like a little end table, end table also? Yeah. 
<laughs> How much so do you tip? All of his books and uh, we put all. Yeah, of our do you tip the table on. or do you just like? Yeah. What's I mean, I've never. I wouldn't even know what to do if I like walked in somewhere and you were eating off people. I'd be fine. You would be fine. You wouldn't randomly, even be phased by it. No. You know what I would do just to be a tease? I would take one of the rolls of sushi and just slowly sneak it into her mouth. Or <laughs> just like try to feed it. It's like, shh, I know you're probably hungry. Eat it. <laughs> she like can't break character. She's just a table. <laughs> yeah. I would 100% order like a really hot something like spicy soup or hot no, oh kind of like, you get like a very hot like soup yeah or don't they drink their alcohol soup? hot they're just like holding it for you and you have to come up with straws like mm, this is tasty mm, like what's she have in her hands third degree burns just everywhere and they can't they can't break table you know table yeah can't table is everything whatever right. that's like their motto backstage like don't you break table you are table when you're out there what do you say that's right no no <laughs> But like, do you, Mike, I guess my first question is like, do you think people who are tables make a lot or do you think someone who is a table is probably not in a great spot in their life and that's why they are a table and probably does not make a lot? Is this just one restaurant that they do this? Let's say it's some Or is there like Japanese, a chain? I mean, it happens all over the world. I know there's a really famous per picture of Eddie Murphy in France eating a steak and fries off a model's naked back overlooking Paris's like view and that's one of the coolest her, as a stand up back. I strive to have that kind of money even though I know her it's never going to happen you have a naked model in front of you and you want to eat off her back yeah it's like you know what sounds really good tonight honey turn around Let me just turn over turn on turn over she's like oh this is exciting it's like lay down it's like what's happening is it a massage it's like yeah you wish and you just throw a steak down just, she's like what is happening it's like shh you're ruining it <laughs> so start eating it so if you're eating a steak off of somebody's bag, what's preventing her from getting cut from your knife? That's what I was thinking the whole time <laughs> I saw that photo. I was like, what is not, what, how do you like, are you really careful? Maybe you have, maybe if you have that much money, it's like liquid like steak, like it cuts very smooth. But I can't imagine not at least grazing her every once in a while. Like, ha, sorry. Uh, they, Ooh, they have ha. they have no knives. They just go at it like animals. Spoons. Like, it's yeah. such a. It's such <laughs> a. It just they just spoon it. No, they're just grabbing. They just it. Yeah, grab with it with their mouth. Two hands and just eat it like an animal. It, like just your primal instinct. This sounds so dirty right now. Just spoon the steak, Patrick. That's all I'm asking <laughs> you to do. All right. Well, I don't know, man. I just I can't. I can't. I get... feel like it just depends on the restaurant. I feel like if it's like a crappy restaurant, mm -hmm. they don't make any bills. They don't. They can't pay anything. They're just Do you think there. the crappier the restaurant, the crappier of the person that is your table you 100%. would get? Like eventually you go to like a really crappy dive bar that serves sushi and they're like, you know, you can get that on a person, right? You're like, wow, that's eccentric. Oh, and it's not that much. Let's just get it. And they wheel out this old man say, you get with like long white hair everywhere, not shaved. And he's like, they don't even use he's leaves. He's already sweating. It's like a, it's like a plastic bag that they just got wet and conformed to like his skin shape, and he's like, eh, "We just put burgers and stuff on him." <laughs> like yeah. it's not even sushi at you, that point. You go to this five star, and you got some like Kate Upton, just beautiful in front of you. Do you, you think go, it only works in foreign countries? Like, do you think you yeah. can if, only if, eat oh, off yes. beautiful if, people if in Japan? If we tried to do that here, people would just erupt. That's my I was thing. Say, One, yeah, I don't it think wouldn't work here. We talked about that last show, Patrick. America is not a pro-nude country. Like, Very we don't have any nude parks, pro, but Europe like and anything. France and everywhere like that has a billion nude parks, and everyone loves it. They're all flapping in the wind. They they can't get enough of it. But here, we're like, I, I and I told this to Patrick, and you can weigh in on this too. I think it's because we're more everybody's fat. We're, no, and we don't like to look at them. No. I think it's we're more. <laughs> no, I think it's we're it's more not. sensitive. Are here. we more close-minded? Yeah, we're more close-minded. We're more that. religious. 
That's yeah, the big one is we're very we surprisingly out of all the countries we're super religious. When but to bring up religion, <laughs> I mean in theory, right? Yeah, like the God created the people, and he so and you should why, love all the creatures, right, why, including why, why, you should why, love right. to eat off these creatures. Why, why is it a shame that we can't present our natural selves? Right, and you that's kind of we're just too dumb. sensitive. And you're not too, only that, you're too sexy, there, Nick. We can't handle lot, it. Yeah. And I've been talking to Brian about this on last show. There's a lot of scientific research done on the health benefits and mental benefits of it's being like a member of a nudist colony. It's so healthy. Patrick mm-hmm. was like, "Do you know I your came here your, your your manhood is not supposed to rest it's in just underwear the word testicle?" <laughs> Listen, I like to leave it to the the audience's <laughs> guests. Be like, "Ooh, I wonder if he was talking about gym bags or something." <laughs> <laughs> Dumbbells. Mm, wonder what he was talking about there. But uh, two beans to in expand a pod. on your comment and introduce our new topic, actually, of like what we teach it, uh, young kids about sexuality and all that stuff. In schools, and Nick can attest to this, our sex ed class was really terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, we watched, if I'm remembering this right, I remember they were like, now we can't show you two adults having intercourse, but we can show you an infrared camera to where everything goes green, and all of a sudden, a, one of the green blobs has like a red blur kind of eventually extend out and they kind of like morph together and it's like so this is it and i'm like so we're germs is what you're telling me (laughs) you close the door and you both become germs and then it's like a lightsaber type situation that's like and then you just kind of glow together and then you both kind of glow yellow for a while and then you stop because the the one lost his train of thought and now he's thinking about his dead grandma, and now the little big lightsabers turn into a small Jedi dagger. You mean that doesn't but, turn you on, thinking about your dead grandma during sex? Are you telling me you don't like germ pornography? Well, sir, this is not the how show dare, for how you. How dare you discriminate? Like, I but, got something to tell you. I am your father. <laughs> but my whole—the reason I bring this up is because as bad as it was, we only were taught about, like, anatomy. They don't teach pleasure in school. They only teach you the parts. They don't teach you how you can use the parts. Isn't that a little weird? But I'm going to down you, Juan. I wasn't even taught parts in school. I was taught, don't have sex, your penis is going to fall off. That's crazy. Did you go to like a Catholic (laughs) high school? Exactly. Did you? Oh, look at me guessing these crazy Jesus (laughs) freaks out here ruining today's youth. What about you? Did you like have a good sex ed education? Um... I mean, yeah, it taught us, like, the dangers of, like, unprotected sex. We learned the Right, that was, like, their biggest thing. They were like, STDs, STDs, STDs. I mean, but, like, think about it. At that young of age, we were allowed to take, like, actual sex ed in high school at... Dude, we weren't. It was, like, a whole day. We had to wait, like, months for it. Like, every little kid was like, today's the day. Oh, yes. Oh, God, yes. We're going to see stuff. We We didn't get to see uh, any stuff. We (laughs) we had quite the uh, eccentric... Sex ed teacher. Okay. Uh, and then uh, one day during class, she just went off on this tangent about how she likes to swallow. Oh my goodness. <laughs> In the middle of That's class. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Because you know what it shows you? It shows you that she's a person and she has her own life. And in that own life that she is a person, she likes to swallow, not spit. And that's hilarious to me. But like, if Isn't I ever it? heard any of my past teachers say they swallowed, I'd probably throw up. <laughs> like, because all I, of no our one teachers was, were like, no one 80. was sure. <laughs> No one was sure how to take it. Yeah. We all just kind of... 
You're like, okay. We just kind of sat there and we were like, at what point do you yeah. ask? It's like, is it because you like the taste or why? Well, so that was the next part of it. After okay. she said that, oh. she starts going into how it tastes. And at that point, oh we're all God. just like, what she say? Salty, but not sweet and a bit that bitter. That's exactly what she said. She goes, I don't know why I got goes, that. It's, it's very salty. Except I heard if you eat pineapple or mango or something, it makes it a little. There's a lot of debate to say why Jism's does not taste better. And I'm a little confused on why. Just say semen. Just say cream. <laughs> cream. Like we're all donut people and we're just squeezed too hard. It's like, yep. I'm a vanilla cream. So it's like, oh, that a, one's weird looking. Custard. Here's a, a self. Custard, <laughs> I think you mean, yeah, Patrick. Self, self-tested and proven. If you want to make your brogurt go farther. <laughs> Wait, are you saying like shootable like distance? Shoot farther, yeah. Okay, hit it, hit it to me, buddy. I need to what, know. What, what's the big trade secret? How do you... How do you shoot the goo? You suck farther. it in just before you orgasm. Watermelon. What? Oh, oh, I, you're talking about something else. Never mind. We're sh- we're talking shooting distance here, Patrick. Th- okay, that's what I thought you were talking. I about. I ate four pieces of watermelon, and you <laughs> just were before. like, maybe it's all the li- the liquid and like water. It, in honestly, it. it might be, but it like. Hit Did my- you like have a yardstick and you were like, all right, the first one we have a control experiment. We're like <laughs> a foot, yeah. and then later. Say, Did you do an experiment? I just want to pause and say that there was two girls that just walked by, absolutely dying about what we were talking about, and they so- were like, oh, like had the worst <laughs> look on their face. Like we've never had to even the chance to measure our distance. <laughs> so here's the deal. From what I heard, um, another technique to getting a, a good cream? shooting distance is a not good necessarily shooting distance. Is that really what we're gonna call? Is <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just before you're about to climax, you kind of suck it in. If you know, like your hair, wait, like air, like when you say down there, the muscles down there. (laughs) Okay, you suck it in, and you kind of like hold it for as long as you can before it comes out, and then it just comes out more. I'm just just gonna, I'm just gonna stay. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. I I can't confirm my watermelon. I'll probably just do the watermelon. Yeah, I'm just trying. Not gonna hold it in. Well, think about it. If you try and retract too hard. That could lean a very bad. You could blue ball your so, right. Yeah, and you that's don't super dangerous. Do, do I have to eat the watermelon before I do the procedure or during? Or like mid? It's like no. you have to like <laughs> as it's like oh, I'm getting closer. I'm only I've only eaten two pieces. No, I gotta I gotta eat faster. It's, it's yeah. definitely before. Okay. Before. A piece of me wants it to be during, just because like at some point you're just trying to get all this stuff done, and like some dude walk, like your roommate walks in some to like yardage in. sticks everywhere. You're completely naked, covered in watermelon juice. It's right there. <laughs> don't don't look at me. I gotta eat during. Dude, it's the, the, the worst Olympics. The, dude, the worst would be <laughs> anyway, like he opens the door. Right Did you know, happens. Patrick? There yeah. is He's a sex Olympics. No, I didn't. Yeah, it's like in Japan <laughs> and like countries like that. You're not talking about the you. Greek Olympics, are you? Oh, did I just say that? Ooh, Ooh. because they wrestled without pants on. <laughs> Wait, you mean that's not normal? Is that? Are you telling it me that's not how you're supposed be, to wrestle? So I need to make in, a lot of phone calls after this interview. That's what my in, that's what my high school wrestling coach taught me. Yeah, back <laughs> in those days, though, it was normal. It was normal to well, because that was like manhood. That was two yeah. men just getting at each other with yeah. manliness. But then all of a sudden we got silly about our willies and we no longer wanted to let people see them. <laughs> because of religion. Right. And I think the of, development of traditionalist religion ruined the sexology of everybody. I could agree with that. But like, <laughs> I, I could and I will. But looping back to what I said earlier, you were taught all these different things. Each of us, me and Nick, kind of the same thing because we had really terrible teachers. Yeah. <laughs> but we were, everyone in the world was taught some different form of like sex ed. But that's all it was. It was sex education. It was never anything else. It was never like 
how to use your instruments to have fun. It was they always it was always scare tactics, and it was always like you're gonna get an STD. Never but, do this. Never do that. Blah, okay. blah, 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 blah. It'll happen naturally. Wait till you're forty. Like stuff like that. Why do we not teach like hey? Just in case it does happen early, you should learn how to like care for a woman's needs and how to finger and crazy <laughs> things like that. Wouldn't that be nice if you could like were taught how to actually like please a woman and not just go in martial arts style like what the heck? what box shut And, like, and you bring up a good point because people are claiming, and I don't doubt these claims either. They're claiming that for women, women in straight relationships have the least amount of sexual satisfaction. I would believe that a million percent orientations. Yeah. Okay, but okay, think about it. Okay. The very first time you figured out like you could touch yourself and it felt good. Mm-hmm. Yes. What happened from there? You just like, went. This thing's I'm loaded. Gonna be, right, you just, I'm going to be honest. I was, like, I was in for a little bit of a scare like because I went. didn't know there was a whole cleanup part right. of it. <laughs> you just keep going and going and going because then you start figuring out more things that feel good. So okay. if they teach you in school, what are these kids well, going to do? They're going to okay. go try it. All right, you got me there. They should, a lot of it should be self-exploration. They don't, yeah, they don't want you to just go by some standard way of doing it. They want you to figure out what your pleasures are and what I think it's almost like a cruelty. Like, fantasies. they want you to be right there, face-to-face with the sideways Ar- Arby's roast beef sandwich that has clearly seen not a lot of good days. Yeah. And it's now your first chance to provide conolingus orally, and you have to... <laughs> Where did the Arby's roast beef sandwich come from? That's thank, what I want to know. Did the imagery not make sense to you, though? <laughs> thank Rebel you for ruining my plans. <laughs> I, I will not. I have, show. Nick's like, I have had the pleasure of not being with any Arf, 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 like, roast beef sandwiches. Is horseradish sandwich. sauce yeah. going to come out of you or something? If you do yes. it right, Patrick. <laughs> Just make sure it's not Arby's sauce that's coming out. You might need to see a doctor if that's the case. Are you telling me it's not supposed to be red? Well, now I need to make a lot of phone calls after this, Patrick. Hmm. I think you got the wrong sex ed. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> wouldn't it be a nice to at least have like one slide, one time of one PowerPoint? Maybe, like, maybe not. Oh, high by school. the way, once you're down there, go like this, and all of a sudden you'll hit the G spot. <laughs> no, That'd have been a lot of not, nice info. I, I wouldn't go in high school. Maybe, maybe make it like an elective or something for like us an elective. Kids. That would be. Yeah. A, no, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I would not teach it to high schoolers. You think high school? But but here's my and here's my counter argument to say that is that more and more kids are having sex almost by middle school. Shouldn't they at least know what to do correctly or at least to be – because they only teach safe, safe, safe. That's the only but thing you But if you, you only teach safe and then age, you're though. right there in, in person trying to, like, be safe because you've not had the proper, like, training to just be people because that's where people mess up and I think get people pregnant by accident is because they treat it like a, almost like a computer problem. Like, it's too literal. They yeah. need You need – and this is hard to say, but you need a little training in funk and, and soul – very careful in that pronunciation, ladies and gentlemen. They just we want to fill the donut. Swear. They just but, want uh, to fill the donut. That's that's it. They just get a donut and a banana, and they're like, "This yep. is basically it." But no food will be involved unless she's really cool. Then a lot of food will be involved. Yeah. So another thing that I think that sex education does not teach that they really should teach correctly is consent. Right. That's, that's another thing that a lot of people are talking about. Is that nowhere in any of our educations ever did they say, "Oh, by the way, she needs to tell you yes, and you need to." verbally confirm that this is going to happen and if you're they drunk just skip that, that does not count and That's, things like that and and i was talking about this the other day with bear a baseball player from Wright state he was talking about how they got a meeting privately uh for all the baseball players and because more times than ever athletes are really big victims of consent cases mm-hmm. because both the, both parties were drunk 
but because the girl's word says this, it's just the higher reigning word. Yeah. But in the sad reality of the world is that you have to take her word because it. what else are you going to go off of? Why would she be bringing it up? And then it's a whole thing on itself. Investigations, all this crap, blah, 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 blah. But isn't that weird to me that two human beings, both on the exact same level of intoxication and confusion and whatever and blah, 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 you're drunk, whatever, both consent. But if at any point the girl's like, mm, actually, it wasn't, it's all over. The dude was wasted. She was wasted. They probably don't even remember it. And now all of a sudden it's an issue because she feels uncomfortable the next morning, if, which I'm not trying to say that, you know, it was, it was a bad decision. It was a good decision. It was just your decision. You did it. You ended up in that bed. You woke up there the next morning. Obviously, you probably wanted to stay there. What's... Uh, I, don't, I don't... I mean, okay, so let me... I'm just a white, straight man. Go ahead. I, I mean, yeah, but off, there, there's like... There, I guess there's a couple ways you can go about this. To me, if you're both on the same level, whether you're high, drunk, whatever. Whatever. If you're on the same level, your consent is the same as if you were on the same level sober. Sober. And that's how now, I view it, too. There's a lot of things, like, people always say, like, oh, it's... it's Maybe no they looked better when well, you were drunk, you know, and like, that's the only reason I did like, it. But that's say, a really... Let's say you get drunk and you cheat. Okay. What's the number one thing? Oh, it's no excuse that you were drunk. Yeah. So people are almost saying that you're Which still Which is able actually funny because I would never count that. I would almost not not let someone have a pass on cheating, but alcohol has time and time again been found to be an aggressor, been an agitator of sexual behavior, right. and mm -hmm. found to weaken your ability to say no. Like people in interviews just drunk on basic questions couldn't even, you know, like being sober, ask the same question, drunk, ask the same question. People are more willing to cave on stuff whilst drunk because their inhibitions are lowered and their uptightness is at loose because they're drunk. And you know what I mean? Like, so there's a whole, there's a lot to it that we're not willing to say and talk about in terms of consent. I mean, and I'm, that's an issue. I'm not saying go out there, get drunk and cheat on your significant other. Right. But it'd be way different if they were like plastered drunk and made a mistake. I mean, it happens. Should mm -hmm. it have happened? No. No. But it'd be way different than if, like, I just went out right now and, like, cheated on my girlfriend. Of conscious mind. You know, right. Yeah, it's totally you know, it, different. It's, it's, you're really in a different mind state, you know? But, and you don't know what you were even, if you can't even recall the act, you, and under no way, shape, or form, are going to remember your mentality of right. why you chose those decisions. Maybe you came to some realization whilst drunk of, like, man, I really don't like this girl, and maybe I want to break it off, and maybe I just want to be in the arms of someone who treats me nice. and You know what I mean? Because, like, people are in bad relationships. Not every relationship is perfect. And, I mean, there, a lot of people have said it. I mean, I've said it myself, too. Like, the things that you say when you're drunk is oftentimes what, what you, you really when feel you're sober. Because you, you stop don't caring, say. and you right. can't, like, keep the lies Li in. Liquid courage. Yeah, yeah it's a real that's a good thing. way to put it. Liquid courage. Patrick, you wanted to follow up? Um, I'm taking a... I'm Definitely taking the uh, devil's advocate in this case here because <laughs> oh, I don't agree. Really? I don't yeah, agree with a lot of what was said here. <laughs> now, uh, when somebody, when two people are drunk and and they uh, have sex, they I do, do the agree deed. that they're both on the same level with each other. But I don't agree that they're on the same level as two people who are sober. And the reason being is both of them are. Um, I don't want to say mentally impaired, but you know what I mean when I say that. Oh, I see what you're trying to say. They're both impaired by it, so they they both don't know what's going on. Um, in addition, okay. so there is some form of responsibility when it comes to alcohol at some point. If somebody's drunk, 
it was their choice to get drunk. And of course, now alcoholics can say, well, it wasn't my choice to get drunk because I'm an alcoholic. But then I can say, well, it was your choice not to get therapy for being an alcoholic right. and improving yourself. So there is a level of choice involved somewhere, somehow. It's a lot of he said, she said of like, well, well, well. So that's why I'm in support of alcohol not being an excuse. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nick, what do you think? Consent. <laughs> that's perfect. That's Nick's it. like, I'm just going to say one word. Yeah, so I'm, I'm the good guy whole here. Thing. Please make sure just everything consent. is consented. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Like, I've never once I been with a person and just assumed they wanted me. If anything, every single time I've ever been with someone, I immediately assume they are repulsed and can smell my armpits from a distance. And I'm probably not going to get laid tonight. <laughs> so the fact that it may happen, I have consent in almost a contract by that point because I am... I grew up with a mother who was a lawyer. She made it very clear to me that if you don't get consent, you're going to jail, buddy boy. So just get true. consent. Yeah. Which is true. Which is very true. We have a few minutes <laughs> left here. We can sneak in a little subject. Um, oh, God, that's a really bad subject, actually. Like, I read it, and I was like, we don't have enough time for something really gross like that. <laughs> oh, come on. It's fun. Right Last now, five yeah. minutes of I, I think, I think we'll, you've got we'll, a little subject. We'll do it. You know what? It's an averagely sized mm. subject, sir. But uh, the last topic tonight we're going to talk about is how do I tell my friends who I love so much and they're my best friends that the TV show Friends is garbage and I hate it and I um, don't want to watch it. It goes just like this. Hey, I guys, don't like Friends. I don't like Friends. <laughs> but people... <laughs> friends suck. Oh, did you swear? Suck? No, he said oh. suck. I thought he said... And I was like, yeah. oh no. <laughs> but, um... <sighs> All right, let me first ask, let me gauge the room. Does anyone here love Friends? Like, of us four? No. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Patrick, you don't no. look like you love dead Friends. Honest with you, I don't think I've ever seen a full episode of I've Friends. Wa I watched half of it, and I had to stop. I was like, it's so bad. And I can see where a lot of arguments were made that Friends inevitably created this generation of narcissists. And watching the show, I can totally see how that happened. Because the if you watch how the Friends, like, coexist they're just a-holes like none of them are cool none of them are nice like, oh they're all just narcissistic it's, every it's single not one. even so i mean there is some degree of a-holism in friendship but it, it's not even that i mean that's it's, why me and my friends are friends is because we're all that way towards each other yeah if i'm gonna be honest like we all have this a-hole mentality that for some reason works really well with each other yeah and i just like i don't know how to feel about it because like netflix right holds it to a high standard. They were going to take friends off and then a lot of people got upset and got it re-put on. And my whole thing was, I was like, oh man, I was really looking forward to them to canceling friends on Netflix because we got <laughs> way cooler shows. Maybe we would get The Sopranos or something, like a critically acclaimed television show. I just like, ugh, I don't know. Do you do you agree that the friend hype is real? First? It uh, shouldn't be. Like I mean, a lot of people like friends it, for it, some reason. The, for some like reason. A, the hype like, for the show is very real. In real life, yes. Okay, my statement after that is I don't understand where the hype comes from because I obviously like like comedy, like stand-up. I watch a lot of shows. I like The Office. I like Parks and Rec. I like Breaking Bad. I like a lot of different shows. And I really did try my best to get into Friends. Just like I really did my best to like Gilmore Girls, neither of those shows were good television to me. I mean, I really did my best to watch both of them, and both of them were just visual garbage to me like the story was so easy to guess every single episode like 
if a good television show is a good television show, you're not supposed to be able to guess the ending of every episode. It almost I could almost watch every episode of Friends and be like, wait until the the conundrum happens. And almost immediately you could be like, I know exactly how they're gonna solve this in, I don't know, twenty five minutes because that's how every episode ends. I think it's just because it's old comedy, so not a lot of people who are used to modern comedy now can sort of like it in a way. And because there's also a big debate to say that if you hold older comedy to a pedestal that it doesn't really deserve, you're preventing new comedy from entering the ecosystem and like taking over because that's what's supposed to happen. Things mm-hmm. are supposed to die out and new things are supposed to take over, but then people can only hold on to like... That's what I don't like. I don't like people that like only watch one show. They have that one show. It's always on. Like my grandparents yeah. watched MASH <laughs> every single day of their lives. Yeah. Man, never can, once I did I not come in my home or their home and they were not watching MASH. And I think at some point I would blow my brains out if I just kept watching the same show over and over and over again. Because I love Futurama, but I've seen it enough to tell you I could probably reference every sentence from every episode before it happens Fight while watching shiny it. metal. <laughs> I have a de- I have a degree in homeopathic medicine. You have a degree in baloney, and just blast them <laughs> with the water. <laughs> but I don't know. It's been a very uh, strange hour. We have two minutes left to finish the thoughts. I guess uh, we'll do a little bit of sign offs if anyone wants to say anything. I'll start with Nick. Nick, I know you didn't want to, but this is your chance, buddy. If you want to plug any kind of book, any kind of thing you're working on, or just take this time to be like, "Hey, I'm a pretty sexy guy. You should look into me." Plug. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna tell everyone I've pooped twice today. Twice. And that's it. Was it like aggressive? They were average sized. All right. (laughs) Patrick, is there anything you would like to add for this show? How many poops did you take today? I'm not. I don't. I didn't count. (laughs) You didn't count? (laughs) That's your first mistake. What about you, buddy? Is there anything you'd like to add? No, I'm just go with Nick. You know, I think think I've gone twice today. (laughs) I think I've gone twice today. (laughs) You just all talk about poops. I think I took like. Actually, three dumps today, that's but I think probably, I've taken eaten a lot of salads, so I'd maybe that's why. Look after yourself. <laughs> yeah, but say, yeah, maybe get that so, checked in. Can yeah. I ask one question before we close? Before we end it, buddy, you does got the it. number of dumps coincide with how much crap we have to deal with in our lives? Philosophical question. What hmm. do you think? I think <laughs> if we had to deal with as much crap and as in our lives that came out of my booty hole, I'd never leave the. Toilet. I would never <laughs> even get a chance to do this show because I would indefinitely be spiraling down the toilet indefinitely. <laughs> I had one stress poop and the other one was natural. So. Isn't stress poops the worst thing in the world? No, like it's, they're it's both totally pointless. They're both good. <laughs> they're it, both good. You're a connoisseur yeah. of dumping. Yep. You you like the art regardless. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been hilarious poop talks with whoever decided to show up today, and we will catch you next Thursday. We will see you next time. Hey, we're the Tracys, and you're now listening to WWSU 106.9 FM, Fairborn D.